0: I have the honor this morning to speak to you, afternoon, sorry. I have this this honor to speak to you this afternoon about the last sermon in our series called Reach. We've been looking in the first week of the series, we've been looking at just how the Great Commission has got a responsibility for each one of us to act on. And Pastor Roger have demonstrated so well when the gospel impacted our lives and he dropped the brick here and how God just shifts all of the furniture. That is what the gospel do to us, to our lives. And when Jesus stands before his disciples and he utters out his last words, Jesus' last words, but our first words, he says to them, go to the nations. Make disciples. And when he of that, I believe he looked into the eyes of his disciples. And they could see the urgency on his face. That this gospel has the ability to change the world. This gospel that I've teach you, there's an urgency to get it to the ends of the earth. And sometimes when we look at this great commission, and we look in week two about that, is when this commission is so huge, when we read through it, you sometimes get so overwhelmed and think, Lord, the ends of the earth sounds a bit far. It seems like this is almost impossible. Then we read these wonderful words. that no, you're not alone. I'm doing this with you. But the greatest thing is when Jesus shared this with his disciples. He didn't share it with Peter and with John separately. He shared it with them as 12 together. And if I can use the Tiam version, not the U version or the the NIV version, but if I can use the Tiam version, it should sound something more or less like this. Guys, go to the ends of the earth. Go preach this marvelous gospel. Decide amongst yourselves who is going to do what, but get the job done. I sense when Jesus shared this with his disciples, that is almost the sense that I would have got. And therefore, today, on our last series, we're going to look at the principles. Things that... The early church have adopted to help them to take this gospel to the ends of the earth. Paul writes in Romans, and he says, "This gospel that has been preached to the Romans has reached the ends of the earth." How was this possible for the for Paul to write this? Where did the motivation for the disciples come from to reach the ends of the earth? The great thing is, when we read the Great Commission, it says that I'll be with you till the end of ages. Jesus hasn't returned yet. The Great Commission stands as it stands for the disciples. As long as their souls unsaved, as long as the gospel has not been reached to nations and to communities, it is our job to take the gospel. Jesus told us, the Great Commission is not the Great Suggestion. It's the Great Commission. I want to read for us our scripture today. And I'm going to read only two verses for you. I am not as generous as Pastor Lareko, who reads long passages, who helps us. to to exercise that muscle. So he's doing that hard work. So I'm going to give you a bonus today. Is that okay, Pastor? (laughs) Our scripture comes from Matthew 28, 19. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you, always to the end of age. Now, the fascinating thing about the Scripture is that when the Greek version of the original text does not make mention of the word make, it would read something like this, Go, disciple all nations. That's how the original text reads but as language developed, we have find better ways of saying it. There's a process in how we reach the ends of the earth, and that's by making disciples. It is by going from one person to one and we transforming lives one by one until we reach the ends of the earth. Jesus has called us to this great commission. The four command words in that scripture is "Go." Disciple, baptize, and teach. And this is what we need to do. Jesus asked us to go and do this. When I was thinking about the Scripture, something that st- stood out for me is the wonder of Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Now when we talk about wonder, we think so often about Great accomplishments. Now, the pictures that I have up here for you of the Channel Tunnel, the Golden Bridge, the Empire State Building, the Potlers and Dictus of Netherlands, Panama Channel, Itaipu Dam, and the CN Tower. What has all of them got in, got in mind or in common? They're all man-made, but they regard it as the seven wonders of the modern engineering world. When we look at all of these projects, when you go into it, the time and the effort and the energy spent, the finances spent to make this possible, make one come sometimes to an emotion that make you marvel. How was this possible for humans to do this? If you, if you start looking at how many manpower was being used to, to build these things, you stand and you wonder, but how is this possible? Even sometimes a little bit of doubt comes into your heart. You think, oh, this is not possible. This must be aliens who did this. It was just sometimes when you look at it, it grabs your attention and you marvelled by it. And you stand amazed. And this is human efforts. Someone has given the instruction for the Channel Tunnel to be built. Someone has come up with the idea of the Golden Gate Bridge. And we went to so much extent an effort to at least combine maybe one or two communities, even two nations. The Channel Tunnel is a channel underneath the sea from England to the north of France. When it started, it started by a man with the name of Albert in 1802, the concept. To start with this tunnel and to dig it underneath the the sea and halfway they will do an artificial island for the horses to rest. Nothing came about it. More attempts by Napoleon III and, and many others have come up. until they actually start building it. And in 1994, it opens up. It's currently about 4,000 trains runs through it. Great, marvelous things. Someone has had the dream, and someone has said, let's get it done. But when it comes to wonder, the Great Commission is the greatest wonder of them all. I think for it for a moment. The CEO of many of those projects did not even work with the guy who was walking, or working in the workshop, turning and fitting and turning stuff. He wasn't working with the boulder who was laying the foundations. But this great commission, The author of life, who has all authority in heaven and in earth, said, I'll be with you. Now my word, if that is not a great wonder, what is it? That God commit to walk with me. That God commit, that the CEO of this universe commit to walk with me. To take step by step with me. He didn't expect me to be perfect from the beginning. Yeah. He didn't say, "When you're perfect, I'll walk with you." He says, "Go. As you are, go." And I'll take every step of the way with you. How is it that such an awesome creator who has created the universe want to be part of me? This is a, it's a marvelous wonder. I had, um, a couple of years, I had the privilege um, of being asked by a company while I was still in the corporate world, for my company to manufacture furniture for Cyril Ramaphosa, for his house in Ravonia. And this was a great privilege for me. Yeah, I know exactly what it is, brother. <laughs> But the great thing about working for Cyril, it was an honor for me. It was truly such a great privilege to do his study, to do his library, and that people had confidence in me that I can execute this work at such a level that Cyril, that it is fit for Cyril. And... uh, but one thing when I was working in Cyril's house that I have never told anybody, and I'm actually quite a bit of shame of telling, is that Cyril's security guard and myself pick up a bit of a, a moment with one another. And I was, I was hot under the collar for you. And uh, we had some words. And I walked away that day from sight, and I thought by myself, oh my word, what have I just done? Cyril... The next time I arrived on site and he says to me, Sistian, he says, I hear about this quorum. Can we sort it out? Can we work it out? And I had the greatest respect for Sarora Maposa. That time I didn't know that he is gonna be the president of South Africa. But it was an honor for me to work with him. And the funniest thing is I remember sitting with him in his lounge while Thabo Mbeki was announced as our second democratic president of South Africa. And it was just such a moment. Now this is Cyril, guys. A mere human being. Someone who we have great respect and esteem for. But the author of life want to do this with us? He wants to be part of my life. He wants to see. He wants to be there when I mess it up with the security guard. He wants to be there when I mess this thing up. He is committed to me. This is surely the greatest wonder of it all. This great commission is such a great wonder. The thing about wonder is, is when we look at these seven wonders of the engineering world, sometimes draw our curiosity. It wants us to to step in and learn more about it and know it more. When we abide to this great commission, and we're walking with our God, the creator of the universe, we are drawn in. We want to know Him better. We want to know Him more. I can tell you, I have been with many missionaries on the field and I have seen every time they come back and they say, oh my word, I have been touched. I have been changed. God did something inside of me. This great commission, man, God wants to make you. Mark 1 verse 17 says, come, follow me, Jesus says, And I'll make you fishers of men. If I am not a fisher. What does it tell of my coming and my following? Because could Jesus make me a fisher if there's no fishes in my net? The great commission is the greatest wonder of the all. I love this statement by David Livingston. If a commission by an earthly king is considered an honor, how can a commission by a heavenly king be considered as a sacrifice? How can we not respond to this commission? Why do we find excuses not to do it? Why do we find excuses? Because it sounds like a sacrifice to us. I know because I've been from the corporate world. Great projects create great excitement because we have the prestige names attached to it. The cyrals and all of those. But None of them compare with the wonder of our God. Second thing that I want to touch on when I read through the Great Commission is the great reward. Now, this journey that Pastor Lareco talked about started all for me and my wife by just signing up to the right apps and doing the right things to, to, start, um, to start helping us to, to be disciplined in what we committed to. And one of the greatest things that we've downloaded was our Virgin Active. What, what you call it? Um, uh, Vitality, the Vitality app. That's it. Um, and Every week, if we make our certain target, we get a free smoothie. Man, that became a target for us. We drove ourselves into the ground. We drive ourselves. We want to make these points count. We want this reward. We were driven by it. You can ask my children in my house. They were always saying, Mom, Dad, you guys are the most competitive people that I've ever seen. Because I will take my wife's watch and I say to her, listen, how many steps have you got today? And we were always in competition to get the most steps and get this done. Because there was a reward at the end of this. The Great Commission has got a great reward attached to it. And the reward is Jesus himself. The reward is that he is worthy. Of all my sacrifices. That my Jesus. Is the most precious. The precious relationship I ever had. Man he changed me. He touched me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) What an honor. To be with the king of all kings to do with him. I mean, he can do this all by himself, right? God can change the world tonight. He, he, he's, got, he's almighty. He's all-powerful. He can do all of what he needed to do. Humankind can be saved in one day. But he chose to do it with you and me. Now, I, I, I don't know about you, When I met my wife um, 25 years ago, almost 25 years ago, when I saw her, she was the most gorgeous person I've ever seen. Man, she was drop-down gorgeous. No one could have told me differently. I would have taken everyone on in this conversation. She just wiped my feet out under me. And I remember the day when she walked down the aisle. I was standing there in front. It was the scariest day of my life. (laughs) We're still having laughs in our house. My pants literally start to shake. And I thought, what did I just commit to now? What have I done? But man, after I've married her, I know this person I love so much you know what, it would have meant nothing if my love for her would have been just the same as that day I married her. Today I'll give my life for her. I'll die for her. Because every step, every hardship, when our house burned down, everything that has happened in our lives, the troubles, the difficult things that have happened, brought us so close together that we don't want to be apart. When we walk with Jesus in the Great Commission, this is what happened. Walk with Him. And I got to share my life with Him. And my love for Him grows more and more. And the times, I almost know. I I know Jesus most of my life. I had the privilege that my mom led me to Christ when I was six years old. What a privilege. But man, can I tell you, my love for him grow over the years. Man, when I'm out on that mission field, oh my word, is it good to see my king at work. What the reward is when we walk with Jesus. You have been speaking about William Carey. This is a missionary. When I'm gone, Say nothing about William Carey. Speak only about William Carey's Savior. The older I got, the longer I've been walking with Jesus, the more beautiful the cross becomes to me. The more beautiful and the more impactful it becomes. I want to do this with Jesus. When I read the Great Commission, it sounds like a huge task. But the great thing is that we have Jesus walking with us. That picture there is of the Mackinac Bridge that combines the southern and the northern Manhattan with one another. And uh, why I put up that picture there is that they've used about 11,000 people to build this bridge. Some was in workshops. Others was... um, was in construction, but everyone had to pull together. Everyone had the same goal in mind, and that is to breach the Makinak River. And they've done this. There was 350 engineers on this project. Some of these projects that I've shared with you, of the great wonders of the world, like the Channel Tunnel, was estimated at 5.5 billion francs. It ends up at 21 billion francs, 80% over budget. The extent that these men and women went to to build a bridge across a Mackinac River, the, the effort and the time, the money that they were willing to sacrifice at this just to breach a Mackinac River. How much more do we as Christians, how much more as precious children of God do we not need to combine our efforts to see this gospel that is more greater and more beautiful than a Mackinac River bridge that is more beautiful than a channel tunnel? How much more do we not have to work together? How much more do we not get, need to get to the ends of the earth? Because this gospel is far more beautiful than just a few wonders around this world. I've got a few missionary quotes up for you today. The Great Commission is too big for anyone to accomplish alone and too important. Not to try to do it together. I looked so many times in the mirror when I weighed at 118 kilograms a year ago. For many years I've looked at myself and I said something needs to be done. I cannot go on like this. I would take, when a meal is before me, I would know. Something needs to change in this meal for me to change. I agree when people speak to me about my weight that something needs to be done. But nothing happened. Nothing changed. Until I one day had that conversation that Pastor Lareco spoke about with God. And I wholeheartedly agreed to it, that something needs to be done. And everything that went into my fridge changed. Everything in our household starts to change. But you know what was the most important thing in that whole process? Is the support that I had from my wife and my kids. For every pound I have shaken, I was being congratulated. And encourage. My wife changed her diet plan. My children changed their diet plans to encourage and to help their dad to accomplish a goal. How much more do we not need to get to the ends of the world? Why? Because this great commission is the great marvel. It's the greatest wonder. This great commission has got the greatest reward because this great commission given us the opportunity to share and to walk shoulder to shoulder, to rub shoulders. It is when we work together, when we are together in this thing that something starts to happen in our fellowship, in the church. It's something starts rubbing off on one another. Doesn't God's word taught us that in the unity of the brothers, God finds pleasure? The Great commission. What does this mean? How does it look like when we work together? We have... Every nation, what we call our reach mandate. And we have observed Scripture. And we've seen in Scripture how the disciples have been advancing the kingdom to the ends of the earth. was by certain practices that they embraced. And those practices is that they've prayed. They prayed for lost people. They prayed to get to the ends of the earth. When they ask Jesus to teach them to pray, He gives them the Lord's Prayer in plural, not in singular. Didn't He also say in Matthew 18, He says, "With two or three in My name gathers. there am I." When we are together in things, God, unity, and blessing rest upon it reaches that mandate, is that vehicle that drives us to stand united. Let's stand together and pray on a regular basis with one another. Every month of the year, we're praying for a nation. You know our habit. You know what we do. We will pray right through the year. In fact, we've got two awesome people that we want to pray for right now. Pastor Lereko can you help me? Lennon and Litty? Letty. Please come and join us up here. We want to bless you guys by praying for you. We pray together. We agree together that this gospel needs to go to the ends of the earth. But we know at the end of that, of that prayer is people. Who say, Lord, here am I, send me. And we want to take this moment. Lieutenant Lenin is, is from, uh, uh, from Kenya. They help with the church plan there, and they are here for a time of refreshment to strengthen their MPD. These guys need to live. Someone needs to get behind them. And who else than us? Pastor Nareko, can you pray for them, please? Awesome. What a pleasure
1: to pray uh, with uh, two of our very own. Um, they planted roots in Kenya, but they're very much our own um, and, and very much come out of this home. So... Uh, these are, this is a family that, uh, that is representing the Every Nation Heartbeat in Kenya and doing amazing yes. things. So, Father, we know that you are proud. We know that you, you smile upon them as they walk according to your will, as they have put up their hands to say, here are we, send us, we will go. Father, we pray that you would look after every single one of their needs. Lord Jesus, we pray that you would just surround this family with your love, with your care, that they may have your presence as as an inheritance and as a legacy. Father, we pray that you would multiply the work of their hands in Kenya. We pray that you would grant them favor, open doors, uh, doors of of, uh, whatever documentation is still outstanding. Father, that you would cause floodgates to open. Lord, uh, for financial resources, Lord, that they would never be in lack because you are good, because you provide for them. I pray that you would move upon people's hearts to say we will get behind this work. We will live sacrificially if we have to, so to see that the kingdom mandate goes forward. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We declare that your will and your way is done because of, of people like these. We pray not only for them, but you would raise for others that you would raise up, that you'd raise up many more like them who would also put up their hands, also say, we will go. We will serve your kingdom mandate. We thank you, Father. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Pastor Lerico. Lennon, um, 18 days. It's 18 days before you guys came back, right? Um, Lennon's work permit was not yet finalized. And they had 18 days to come back to South Africa. It was uh, the night before, the two days before? I go, no? The night before, Lennon gone onto the portal and his word permit was approved. Why? Because remember we've prayed for them. Remember we stood with them in prayer together here. This is what God done when we pray. This is what God is doing when we pray. Friends, we will pray every month. We will pray for the nations, because that's what God told us to do. Second thing, that in this partnership of doing together, all of these seven wonders around the world, the Machinac River, everything, all of these marvelous things that we've seen, have required resources. Someone needed to fund it. Someone needed to say, you know what, I will put money behind this. For us to take the gospel to the ends of the earth, we need support. We want you to help us to be generous towards seeing the gospel preached to the ends of the earth. The story that touched me the most in the Bible is Acts 2 and Acts 4, where the disciples have shared, sold everything they had. Sorry for the spitting there. The front row has it. <laughs> the disciples have sold everything they had. Why? Because they were being received as a sect of which the leader is no longer with them. The Jewish communities has cut them away. They had no access to the synagogue for funding or anything. These disciples have decided for them to take this gospel to the ends of the earth. It needs creativity. And we will sell everything we had to go and make it possible. That's the beauty of this gospel. My wife and myself, we always look at, where can we cut down? Can maybe, we maybe say that we can spare a pizza night? Can we maybe say we can downgrade our DSTV so that we have money available to give to see the gospel go to the ends of the earth. Because this gospel is too wonderful. This task is great. The reward is endless. I'm landing. This great commission. And how we can do it together. Is that we have to go. All of us are called to chair the gospel. All of us. This great commission has not excluded any of us. It has a personal application and a responsibility on each one of us. I don't know where's the ends of the earth for you. That might be the next cubicle. That might be across the street to my my neighbor. It might be to my unsafe friend. It is maybe not packing your bags and move to Kenya. But you are called to go. And you need to preach this gospel wherever you go. But for some of us that sit here, maybe it's time to stand up and say, Lord Jeremiah, send me. The way we can help you to get to the ends of the earth, sign up for a 10-day mission. Go on a 10-day mission. Because I've seen lives change. I've seen my own children's lives change. My little David has grown since you've been to Botswana on a mission. I've seen my little Matthew growing into a secure, loving man who loves God. I've seen my daughter when she stepped out in Matlobo and shared the gospel with people that she never met. How she came back to me and says, Daddy, why are we building a fence? The gospel needs to be preached. I say, hang on, hang on, hang on. will <laughs> This is the things that happens to us when we go to the ends of the earth. I've seen people. So in Noomsa van Mai, Noomsa went with us to Zerist. When she came back, she started to pray for her community. She's looking and asking God for opportunities to reach people in a community. This is what it does to us. The Great Commission is the greatest wonder. It is the greatest, it has the greatest reward, That is the greatest task of all. And we can only do this together. Can we play that video clip quickly? Sorry, I know I'm going a bit over time, Pastor Rico.
1: Hello, South Africa.
0: We love you guys and we are blessed by your partnership. Thank you for sending a team from Johannesburg last year. We've seen an expansion in the church and in our vision to love God and see disciples made.
1: In fulfilling the vision, we currently have two university campuses that we are reaching out to, one in Accra and one in Navrongo. Our community church is growing. We are a vibrant and youthful group of people with an average attendance of 20 on a Sunday. Disciples are being made, the gospel is being preached, and we are leaning on the power of the Holy Spirit to enable us to preach the gospel. We take community very seriously and we fellowship more through our connect groups and we thank God that we are growing together as a family. Indeed, we are not ashamed to proclaim the gospel. In South Africa, we are honored to be making disciples in partnership with you. We ask that you pray with us as we plan to move closer to the
0: campus. Now that's what you have seen here is one of the many testimonies of what God has done through this family. I can share testimonies about Swaziland with you, Venda. I can share testimonies about Kenya. I can share so many testimonies with you of God at work, but we would not have been able to do it if you did not say, I am with you. If you did not wholeheartedly agree that the gospel needs to get to the ends of the earth, I want to thank you. I want to thank you. You have fruit in what you've seen there. You have contributed through your faithful prayers, through your faithful giving, you have contributed. And some of you went, and we see the fruit of that. I had this week, I'm landing. I had this week the privilege to teach my daughter how to drive. First lesson. <laughs> my daughter have a heart this size. And uh, I've been on to her this whole year. Saying, Matilda, you need to drive. You've got your learners. Now is the next step. You need to start driving. And I've been on her and on her and on her. Monday, I said to the dad, I said, enough is enough. This need to change. I said to no, get in the car. And uh, the tears starts rolling. I said, no, 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 no. It's not time now to cry. Now it's time to drive. If you're going to cry, you're not going to see the road. You need to focus now. Now it's time to drive. Well, I have a few gray hairs, but... But she will never do or get her license if she's not going to take herself out of that uncomfortable position and step out and do it. I want to ask you today. Can you pledge to walk with us as we reach the ends of the earth? If you're interested, if you say, today I stop crying, (laughs) I need to do something. Can you raise your hand? The ushers would love to put one of these in your hands. And by filling this in, you commit that you will pray with us. You commit that you will give towards this. Imagine if only all of us here can contribute 50 rand a month towards reaching the end of the earth. That is a meal. It's actually less than a meal. If I get together with the prayer for the nations, the fast and prayer for the nations once a month, and I I use that money for those meals, and I I give it towards the ends of the earth, that makes sense, doesn't it? It is possible. I want to encourage you. Can you raise your hands and keep them raised, please? We would love to to give you one of these. Can you please help us to hand this out? Also, we will give you a pen to fill it in. But I'm going to ask you to do it now during the service. I'm going to ask you to fill it in now. And uh, we're going to give you five minutes. And then I'm I'm going to want Pastor Delarego to come up after that. But thank you. Thank you for saying, I will commit. Because we can see more churches plant. We can see more lives change. Over the almost, yeah, we sent out 10 missions this year. You know the contribution to those 10 missions is not the 10s that we give, the fences that we've put up, but it was the lives that saved. Through our 10-day missions, we have seen 75 salvations added to the church. Guys, let's keep behind this. Thank you very much.